Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Britain's cheeriest podcast, the Newcastle Natter. Uh, today, I am joined by regular Natter man, Dave Watson. Hello. Uh, semi-regular Charlie Hunter. Ahoy. And uh, amazingly, um, we, we, this week, for an outsider's point of view, we're joined by Arsenal fan, James. Hiya. Hi, James. I just revealed there, uh, by not saying your second name, that we only met five minutes ago, and I don't know your second name. That's okay. <laughs> what is it, James? It's MacDonald. MacDonald. Thank you very much for coming. Um, I fear for us in terms of how we are seen by the outsider right now, but that will be interesting to find out. Um, Charlie, good to have you back. It's good to be back. I feel, I feel comfortable. Feel good. Uh, good. Yeah, yeah. You started by saying, how are when I introduced you, you said how are which of course doesn't mean hello. I said ahoy. Ahoy. Is that what you said? Yeah. I thought you said how are <laughs> So, um, the, the game, Dave. Hello. Uh, you watched the game? Yes. Did you enjoy it? Uh, not really, because I was also struggling through a pretty, pretty, well, fucking shocking hangover, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, uh, it was mid stag do, so that was. It was, was mid stag do. Well, to be honest, yeah, yeah, it was the end of stag do. It was pretty brutal, and they gave me nothing to be, nothing to to, to be happy about, apart from, you know, maybe Jack Colback's goal. And that was it. That was lit in the whole ninety odd minutes. It was, was abject. That yeah. was the first goal we scored since Soko scored against Arsenal. Yeah, um, it felt. Like the 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 build up to the game and most of the game itself was all about the boycott. Yeah, that yeah. was the exciting thing. Yeah, it was almost as if the 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 result was always going to be secondary to, to whether whether the um, the boycott was successful or not. And I always find that weird because how do you how can you say whether this boycott was successful? Like what what are the terms of success? Because this isn't uh this wasn't the be all and end all. This wasn't well if we don't force them out with this boycott, we don't know what we're doing. Because the, the Ashley Out guys, Ashley have always said that 
this is the first step and we'll we'll go on yeah. to that but we'll we'll talk well, about it's interesting that. to see uh, to, to find out what the future will be mm. um in the last pod uh you me and paul doolan who's not here uh today because he passed away in the early hours of this morning <laughs> <You can't. laughs> that's not, no that's not true he's working um uh, so, uh, yeah, don't worry, Paul Doolan fans. But we made a prediction on what we thought the attendance would be. Yeah. And as uh, there's no surprise to this, but there's a massive dispute about what that actual attendance was. Yeah. But I remember that you went under me. It, you, I went 40,000, Paul yeah. went 38,000, and you went just below 38, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think, did you win? Because that's the question. The official figure is 47,000-something. Yeah. Uh, the biggest attendance of the weekend, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which doesn't look good. It clearly wasn't 47,000, because for anyone who hasn't been following the ins and outs of how uh, attendances are collated, which suddenly everyone in Newcastle is an expert <laughs> on. Um, oh. uh, season ticket holders are counted whether they turn up or not. Yeah, but that's, so, I mean, to be, to be fair to, and you'll not hear me say this often, but to be fair to the club at the minute, that's just how the... No, exactly. That is the way it's done. That's the way it's If you way believe it, Arsenal are always sold out, and yeah. that's not true. No, that's not... They're always sold out, just not always full. Okay, right. Exactly. Well, that's the point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, the estimates that I saw, I mean, I would say that 40, around 40,000 would be a good... A good shout, honestly. I think there were there were definitely not forty seven. So if it's the difference between thirty seven and forty, three well, thousand tickets could be. Well, could I be. guessed forty thousand, so that yeah. would make me the winner. But it look uh, it was it was odd because yeah, I think a lot of people were watching that game just looking at the stands. Mm. And what was really odd was the very first shot that they showed as the teams walked out was a full stand. It looked like a full stand. It looked like the Gallagher end, I think. People right. standing, applauding. Yeah. And it looked full, but on almost every other shot during the game. And then, I mean, there's a lot of pictures which look like they're mid-game, because mm. the players are playing, yeah. where the uh, stands look really empty. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, well, you've got, to, you've got to bear in mind where the, the cameras are set. They look out under the East Stand, and the East Stand is traditionally where the the less vociferous fans go, the, the, the guys who are there more for a bit of a, a day out and stuff like that. The older generation fans tend to end up in the East Stand. Uh, the the Gallagher is noisy and loud and all the rest of it, but the, the guys who are most likely to have stayed away will be up in the gods, level seven, near where we stick the, the away fans. And on, the, on that whole L shape there, that's where, that's where you, you were seeing all of the, the empty seats. So... I, if it is 40, that's great. If it's less than 40 attended, that's even better. What, what a funny old situation to is be it, in as a football club that this is mm. what we're into now. <laughs> <laughs> Working it, out like, attendances. Well, let's Charlie. assume that it was 37 to 40,000 people. Do you, are you go ahead to rubber stamp that as a boycott? Is that a boycott? Is well, it's, yeah. defi- it's definitely, yeah, it's for definitely those boycott. who didn't go, it's certainly a boycott. There might be the odd fan who just couldn't I've, be asked. I find the most interesting about Newcastle is ha- that, like, we have to have the biggest club in the league that could have a boycott because you've got so many, you've got such an influx of foreigners travelling into the UK for every single home match of the teams that are bigger than us. They literally couldn't have one. Like Newcastle does not have 
a contingent of Southeast Asians, people flying in straight to the airport. Right, to Old Trafford will yeah. be yeah. full of There's Japanese. No, ev- yeah. Every single person in Manchester didn't go. They'd have a, they couldn't have a boycott. Same with all the ch- Chelsea, Arsenal. Tottenham. Liverpool, yeah, yeah. Tottenham, well, what I would maybe. what I would say to that is that if you look at the number of play, the number of fans that stayed away could fill QPR Stadium. Wait. Like th- that's that's the number of people that were affected and chose to make a stand this time round. Exactly true, is it? What lost twenty thousand? Right. So, so that if, would it, mean, if it's fifty, that would mean thirty. That it wasn't thirty, though, was it? No. If it was... You're wrong, Dave! <laughs> if you include the away fans. No, I'm just Of course, there was, just to keep everyone up to date, there was um, 5, a, a bullshit figure, what's oh, transpired yeah, to yeah. be a bullshit figure, released by the council today of 30,000 something, which turned out either they, they didn't never release that, it. that was no, a rumour, no, and there was also a rumour about someone's cousin's mate worked at the bookies in the ground and he knew the figure and it was 30,000. I mean... I'd, what's sort of a shame is that the, uh, I think some other clubs, and maybe who knows, in six months' time it will have got to that level. But there was f- pictures going round of when AC Milan had a boycott. Oh, it's, that's and there was I a whole it, stand it was, that was just empty. Yeah, but then Wouldn't that be nice? what you've got with the, the ultras in, in Italy uh, is that they're a little less... They'll kill you if yeah, you they show will, up they, they will stripe you up. They will carve little names <laughs> in you. Like, well, this is what we need. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we need. It's supposed More to be hard. violence. Why don't we have this anymore? Nah, it's... Like, it, it, it was a successful boycott for no other reason than everybody's talking about it. And no disrespect to the FA Cup semi-finalists in the room, but it was knocking the FA Cup semi-finalist winners off the headlines. It's a yeah. bigger story than than that. For for the, I mean, Jamie Carragher lost his mind talking about it. He was so he was bang on. And he, he is absolute... renowned for having a mind. <laughs> is it is that enough of a boycott though? I mean I, I don't know. I think Mike Ashley's is fatter than that boycott was strong in numbers. I don't know. I'm not convinced. So the question the question is well here's a here's a, maybe a time to uh, bring in uh, James. It one is it odd hearing fans of a football club talk so passionately about uh, a not going to a football match? And uh, two, do you think that this will have any effect whatsoever? Um, I don't think it was. I don't think it's odd to hear because even with the increased success compared to Newcastle that Arsenal have had yeah. over the recent years, there's been protests before games at um, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, like. Have they? Not th- this season there was only one about ticket prices and stuff, but mm. in the past there's been protests against the board and about the yeah. the changing of the club and so not right. not particularly necessarily the owner himself, but just the changes that are being made to the club that take it or take protesting away from the fans. like one too many final passes, <laughs> you yeah. thrash well, your derby well, rivals. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, because yeah, we we have. A situa- we had a situation for a while where it felt like the money being generated wasn't necessarily going being invested back into the team. Yeah, you know, we were making a lot of money and not signing players at the level we probably should have been. That changed. Sounds with the familiar. <laughs> yeah, that, we changed quite dramatically well, with that when we signed Ozil. Isn't that just, the, isn't that just the stadium, though? Isn't that just? It was. It was, but that isn't necessarily the way people look at it. You know, I mean, people may not want to accept that that was just how things had to be. 
because uh, you still see was there the any profits co- being announced and look, we're making this much money. We get a lot of conspiracy theories, as we well know. <laughs> what was the conspiracy theory? Where was the whose pockets was this money lining? Where was it? Who knows? Just it seemed to be that. Was there much communication from the top though? Because I think that's one of the key problems for a Newcastle fan is that if this was all part of Mike Ashley's super duper plan that he's going to make in five years' time, we will be challenging for Europe every season. But for this period, we have to just suck it up. If he came out and said that to us, I think that the fans would be. I mean, there'd still be fans unhappy but I think it wouldn't be this complete disconnect from the club and, and um, Niall Quinn and Carragher got it spot on when he said that there's just such a disconnect the fans just don't feel the same so when is it's Cronker isn't it Cronker yeah. yeah is Cronker getting that message out to you guys or is it um, it improved when they got Gazidis in who's the chief executive now there was a bit more of an improvement but it was never no one ever specifically at the club wanted to say you know, like we are intentionally not spending the money for whatever reason, because mm. it's just not the kind of thing a business does, is no, it? Explain no, no. why they don't want to spend money, especially when they're increasing your season ticket price and so on. <laughs> and uh, do we think um, this boycott will do anything? I mean, the number one objective, I guess, is to get rid of my Ashley, right? I mean, the, the one of the leaders, leading groups of the boycott is called... AshleyOut.com, um, but isn't that's the same people who were pardew out? Yeah, I think I think the Ash, like getting Ashley out is is uh, Liverpool going for the title. They want right. to win it. They want to win it, and they will do everything in their power to try and do that. But they'll probably fall short. So if that's the the top aim, then I th- honest to God, I think they'd settle for. Um, more money going into the club, like just even slight changes to the way the clubs run. Say, for example, um, John Carver's replaced with uh, like uh, like a, a Corman or someone who plays good football, but ends up like we we don't actually finish that much higher up in the league than we actually are at the minute. I think they'd be happy with that. I okay, think- so the objective is some kind of positive change. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, is sorry. Do do we think? That's going to happen. As a, do, do we think that these protests are making any difference or will make any, any difference in the future? So here's when I'm going to throw it to James and say, what do you think um, was the intention behind the protest? What, what, what have you learned about the situation from these protests and the media that surrounded it? Not much more than I think you most already educated knew. fans would already know. In that, okay, well, but educated all you need fans, to do is... You know, it's it's surely apparent to most fans of most clubs if they look at Newcastle that the owner isn't isn't doesn't seem interested in actually. It he appears to me as an outsider to just be interested in on making any profit he can from it. It's mm. not exactly the best as as a man who has made as much money as he has from other ventures i wouldn't uh, think see, a football is, club is the best way to make money but he's figured out a way to make a profit yeah, from it done well. so this is the core problem i would say is like everybody knows that's interested in football that mike ashley doesn't give a shit so one uh, we're publicizing something that everybody knows anyway two mm. by virtue of the fact that he doesn't give a shit he doesn't give a shit. So, I agree on that. So, um, so and, unless yeah. it somehow affects his bottom line, mm, it will do. It will it, do because yeah. um, 
if you start looking at St James's Park and instead of it being a 52,000-seater stadium with 50,000 people in it, it's a 52,000-seater stadium with 35, mm. 30. Because people will stay away. People are saying that they're going to cancel season tickets, which has that will be never the, happened in my... That will be the big moment of yeah. truth. And I think, I think we'll probably see quite a lot of stuff from the club in the lead-up to season ticket oh, renewals. You, to look at the players we're going to sign. Yeah, where a lot we've of changed our mind and do bullshit bids for. But people will will stay away, and also commercial partners will stay away because, um, as as like, if you want to put on a a show, you want to be uh, associated with uh, a performance. You want to be associated with a good performance. And at the minute, it's Premier League. Premier League's the brand you, that Wonga have bought into, but Wonga don't want to be associated with the shit bit of the Premier League. They want to be associated with the, the glitz and the glamour of the Premier League. So they want to be in front of a packed-out house. They want to be on the television as much as possible. And have you watched Newcastle United lately? We're not going to be on telly as much because we're shit football. Yeah. And if the stadium's empty, shit atmosphere. So it yeah. will affect the commercial yeah, yeah. partners. So that's how it's going. And, and Interesting again, side note. Wonga announced today that they're, um, was it, they're uh, losing money. Was it £37 million losses? That's a shame, isn't it? That's what happens, yeah, yeah. That's when, you, that happens when you lend money to people who cannot pay oh, it back. <laughs> I'd love it if ha- they had to go and like ask for payday loan from somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonga goes straight to Mike Ashley. Cash yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think what, we, what we need to make sure that is, is not lost is that this wasn't the end. This, like the boycotting of this match, just simply—it's like the opening salvo of a war of attrition. So, it's, what's next? Boycott Swansea? Is uh, there, there is talk of boys, but that, to be frank, that's—it's—it's it's in a week's time. It's not going to. Yeah. I don't. I think there'll be more people at the game at Swansea than there were against Spurs. Yeah. Um, I think what they'll try and do is they'll have um, better protests in the ground. They'll try and. Um, approach commercial partners. One thing that they are trying to do is work out a way to attract a new buyer. And that's the best way we're going to get shot of Ashley is if, if we can convince somebody else to come and buy us mm. for the money that he wants. And well, Surely that, that they're mutually exclusive, that the amount of money he would want with the product that is being put out there mm. is never what someone is going to be prepared to pay. That's that's fair. I think the only way that we we can both attract a new buyer and get Ashley to the point where he doesn't want anything to do with the club is by affecting the bottom line of the companies that he does care about, which is Sports Direct. I is keep it, uh, I, that's what I was. I keep on going back to in my head, mm. and again, I can't see it happening. But you know, I don't know why it can't happen. Why can't we boycott Sports Direct? <laughs> Um, it's the same reason that people turn up to St James's Park. It's because that's where that's where they go. Because people like cheap, cheap, yep. slazenger goods. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's also Quality. not just like you'd need more than just Newcastle fans yeah. to boycott Sports Direct. Newcastle's not big enough. You know, as much as people may sympathise with the situation, would necessarily a supporter of no, you know, Aston no, Villa. No, that wouldn't there, happen. But it would be... Yeah, I thought, I realised instantly they were a bad example. Would a supporter of West Ham care? No, that's clearly not going to happen. But I wondered whether... 
they could be boycotted within Newcastle. And I got in an argument with someone on Twitter this week. With, they were saying Don't to me, that, I know, really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. where they were saying that, oh, Mike Ashley owns the whole high street. It's not just Sports Direct. Does he? How many I'm times? into that. Mm, don't think he does. He USC, get, but I think he didn't yeah, have to well, sell them or something. Yeah, yeah, and he, he was trying to get Debenhams. I know that, but... Is it, all I know is that the person who I did argue with, and I will say no more on the subject, uh, he had 900-something followers and a blue tick. And if you've got less than 1,000 followers... You do not need a blue tick. <laughs> there is nobody trying to impersonate you. Have you got you. a blue tick? He's yet. so off. I haven't got a blue tick because I'm not a... No, no, no. no that's... Um, so, uh, let's... Um, I mean, just, let's just, talk about the game itself, yeah, yeah, shall sorry, we? Let's yeah, talk I'm about football. Yeah. Um, Charlie, you didn't see the game, did you? Nah. Right. right. Dave, you Hello. watched the game. Uh, yes. Sammy is... That's it. I'm done. Um, he, I've given him as much. I like the guy. He seems really nice. You didn't like him that much. I did. I really like Sam Yamu. I always yeah, like Sam. Seems like a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. But my my patience is. I'm done. I'm absolutely done. He came on and he was more of a threat to us than for us. He, he came on and just like when we were at White Hart Lane, within a few seconds of him coming on at half time, yeah, there was a goal. He had nothing to do with it. I was going to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. He yeah, was there. he was there. That was, quite, uh, that was quite exciting. I remember uh, him scoring the goal at White Hart Lane straight after half-time. Yeah. I thought, here we go again. Yeah. But, but no. about five minutes later, um, the whole team let in a free kick. That was... But, although it was mm, gonna, sort I'm of offside-ish, wasn't it? Well... Yeah, but by the, the letter of the law, it wasn't, but it's somebody a bit should have Somebody should have headed the ball away, or Tim Krull should have come out and just wiped everyone out. And Tim Krull is another one that's fast approaching my... Yeah. He's got hands like saloon doors. They're right. just... They'll let anything through. It was... Yeah. He was questionable for that first goal as well. Mm, yeah, time. yeah. Definitely oh, that, for the first I, goal, yeah. I think Gufran... Gufran, Jesus. even more to blame, yeah. He's in... Oh. Half your team. <laughs> there was about... There was probably yeah. about five Newcastle players within ten yards of, of, it, of Chadley, but none within five yards. Yeah. Mm. Until last second, Colback sort of threw himself towards it, but... That was amazing. The uh, the lack of closing down. I mean, it's it's, it's been it's been uh, a constant in all six of the games we've just lost. And it's weird it, it, because John Carver told us that none of his teams would yeah. ever be outfought, and yet we haven't had a single. Uh, was he referring to his football teams? <laughs> <laughs> but that's that, that's the sign of a team that's lost all hope, isn't it? When you start lost all hope, lost all interest, certainly mm. lost all confidence in the manager. Which is something perhaps to bring up. Um, uh, Jonas oh, yeah, uh, tweet. tweeted on Friday. A lot of things yeah. going on at the club. I don't like something along those lines. Well, he, he said that Newcastle fans deserve more or deserve better. Yeah, is, is the. Th- the, the, the tweet um, what came out after that were a load of people saying that's it guaranteed John Carver's got the job like sounds like a rumour I, I, yeah it? it just it doesn't it might be something disappointing that's happening at the club but I don't think it's John Carver getting the job full time it could it might have just been that John Carver announced that the team was going to include Goufran and Williamson and well it might have just been you would have, in theory, it might, uh, well, it might have just been Newcastle fans deserve more, i.e., than the shit that we've been playing. Could be, yeah. So there's a lot that could be read into it, 
But what we do know is that he was dropped from the squad and mm. the announcement was that he had picked up a knock in training. Uh, but on Twitter, he said that he was fit to play. Yeah. So, we, like, we cannot live in a universe where like, none of you believe John Carver staying on as manager. Under any, if they want I, every single game left, there's just no, it's impossible. No, I can't. I, well, if, I mean, if you want every single game, uh, no, maybe. No, well, yeah, uh, I, no, I don't think, I don't think John Carver's going to stay. Because there's, too, there's too many people who, because it's shit at the minute, that they think that the worst possible thing that could happen definitely will because they're just a bit fatalist and just a bit like and it's it's you've got to separate there is no way Mike Ashley would would risk John Carver being uncontrolled next season no way there's Absolutely no way not. You're looking at me. <laughs> you're you're looking at me as if, like, you're hopefully, what would please no, agree seriously, with you us. You said there was a chance. Was in what numbers, literally in the scorelines, would have to happen for the next games for him to well, go yeah, on if, to be the manager? If John five Carver, nils. I mean, if, lit- if, John, if John Carver suddenly orchestrated three nil victories over the next five but, games, but, but against the teams we're playing, yeah, even if it's against the really? teams we're playing, that, then there's a chance. However. That's as likely as me strapping on the boots and scoring 12 goals each game for Newcastle United in the last five games. Now he, well, yes, you never know. Could still happen, Dave. Never give up. Never give even up. With, I'm as old as Scholler and Scholler can't get a game. How am no, I going to get yeah, a game? Yeah. He's a god. So, um, okay, interesting. Never, <laughs> never knew that Dave thought Scholler and Miyobi was a god. Um, Joe Carver's making a quite a good shout, I would say, for worst Premier League manager of all time. It's been only oh, a few no, games. No. Les Reed. No, You've got who else? Who? Les Reed. He was Les at Reed. for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah. What about um, Christine Gross? He was abject. Christine Gross. Jack Santini. Yeah, yeah. Well, Steve, 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 Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, Steve Keane. Steve Keane at Blackburn, remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's oh, been yeah. quite a few. Oh, yeah. There's been yeah. some that have probably been worse. Than what that. are we doing? Joe fucking Kinnear. <laughs> like, how did we... <laughs> yeah, you've had worse. No. <laughs> Well, not the, the stats say otherwise. The stats say otherwise. John Carver's got a worse. Win. Got out. But got you could win. argue that John Carver's playing with his hands tied behind his back because of the injuries and the the brutalized squad that we've got. No. I'm not going to give him no. that out though. No, no, no. This is going to sound really faff, but to be honest with you, when when they kept him and I couldn't back it up by any numbers or anything, obviously because I hadn't seen him manage, I had a very, 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 very bad premonition. About what was that? Was it I that mean, we're just, all going to die in a plane crash? <laughs> <laughs> just, I just, oh, I God, just, I'm there was something about, I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't. Mm, mm. Nah, it's not going to. It's definitely not going to be Carver. It might just be that Jonas said we deserve something like Newcastle fans deserve something better, and John Carver or Lee Charnley or whoever yeah. is actually pulling the strings said. Oh no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, like, I definitely don't um, think that's... Enrique got Enrique got stiffed when he was at Newcastle United. Um, by saying that he was going to play or that he wasn't going to be playing, and he got fined for it, and I think they're pretty like um, strict on what the the players can or cannot say on social media now. Right. Okay. Um, well, here's something that John Carver said oh God. after the last game. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I did save it on a vine. Here we go. Right. The repetition of the vibe makes it even better. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> I got, I got I to sleep for, that, with three hours of that every night. It was um, the only way you're going to win games is by winning. <laughs> which is a, That's it, I'm done. Which is I a good done. point. It's you actually can't a argue good with this point. logic. I no. mean. Yeah, the only way you're going to win games is by winning. 
So um, let's talk about something else that happened uh, in the game fairly early on. Um, we we had some visitors from above. Uh, there was. Uh, it wasn't the the spaceship full of players that John Carl. No, was it wasn't. For. It wasn't. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there wasn't. Uh, no one came from Mars and gave us uh, a half decent team. It was um, a plane from Sunderland uh, with oh, a banner saying uh, five games. What do we think about that? Um, James, 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 as an outsider, what do you think of that fucking behaviour? When I saw it, I already knew the result of the game and stuff. I was watching much of the day too, but I just thought, you know, if 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 I was a Sunderland supporter, heaven forbid, and I was in that situation, there was you couldn't have persuaded me in any way that it was a good idea, given the their recent results since that game and their position in the league to fly that plane. Yeah. Mocking, like, what does it? You know, really, if they get relegated, and Newcastle stay up, how good was beat, was the, was it, that win? You know, was, was it really that brilliant? You still went down, but it was would like, you not rather have lost that game and stayed up? Yeah, it was like your your mates, your Spurs mates, who were saying that if it, they didn't, wouldn't care if they yeah, um, they don't care about the season now. One of them said to me, he said we beat you, yeah, so that's. So that's, he said, "I don't care if we lose every game remaining this season." I was like, "Well, so just, I mean, if you're just living for two games a season, like, what? But I, really, what you? Where, how are you enjoying football if two of the thirty-eight games is what you care apparently. about?" But I, I have to say, if it, for, if it wasn't for us, they would have been relegated three seasons ago or two and a half. Yeah, um, we've kept them up, and I have a thing where we've um, kept the, them the, the Liverpool. We, we have we kept them up by giving them the bloody points. Each city's got. What I refer to as something Mackhams. So the Liverpool Mackhams are Everton fans. The the um, <laughs> Birmingham Mackhams are the. Uh, I don't know how, but that's Villa almost fans. racist. Weirdly, I don't know how. Not even the Birmingham fans. No, Birmingham fans are for are less twatful. Just ah, uh, just they're all just this like oh, I don't care what happens in she my club as citizens. long as I have this little. Oh, they've got so many chips on their shoulder. I here's, just want to knock them. That, here's and everyone seems to be saying that on Twitter and everything. Everyone was really really thought it was embarrassing and it was a disgrace and whatever. I thought it was quite funny. No, it is funny. I thought it was yeah. quite funny. Yeah. I thought it was quite a good... <laughs> <laughs> if I was a Sutherland fan, I'd think, yeah, that was a good idea. Yeah, but it, I it, think it was quite funny. It's it just quite focuses, good banter. But it focuses the spotlight on them being shit, not on us. Well, lose. they would make the argument it focuses the spotlight on the fact that yeah, they've the, beat us in the, the last ba- five derbies. The banter wasn't about them possibly quite, getting relegated. <laughs> yeah, is, but it, which is no, quite it's a good call. Funny. No, it's 100% no, funny. I, I think yes, it's funny... Because I'm laughing at the twats who did it. Because oh my god, we we beat them five in a row, like what six years ago? Something like six years ago, like five. Yeah, and five, they we, just beat we, us five in a row. And now. we didn't even put. We didn't even t-shirt. We, we didn't even notice it because yeah. why? Because they're nothing. They if we'd have we're thought the boot, of fly- the ant. if we'd have thought of flying a banner, we'd have <laughs> done it, and we'd <laughs> no, have all been sat here saying <laughs> how hilarious nonsense. it was. Nonsense. Be honest with yourself. Nonsense. If we had- absolutely not, because I thought the, the the chumps that flew the plane over Old Trafford were chumps. I thought if anybody you're flies- just against planes, mate. <laughs> no, but if, you're the, if you're the minnow team, like that, the pranks are funny. That of course that's funny when you're the David. Against the Goliath, of course, that's yeah, funny. But then the Goliath thing. doesn't go. Actually, that's quite yeah. funny. The Goliath goes, "You're a dick," and I'll list the reasons also, why. And I'm still bigger than although, you, and I'll kill you. Yeah. Also, <laughs> David beat Goliath 
once. He didn't beat him five <laughs> times in a row. We've beaten them five times in a row and we didn't even notice it because they're nothing. Yeah. It's because it was that long ago that planes were invented. It was six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, I thought, no, it was, it was, I thought it was quite good. Because it's I mean, just so... Well, sorry, I'm, bit, I, I'm just an honest man. That's all I say. I'm just an honest man. Um, there's something else that I think is worth uh, bringing up. And that is that on the 3rd of March, we did a podcast entitled, At Least We're Not Villa. <laughs> yeah. Villa are now in the FA Cup final. <laughs> yeah. But that's almost like there's context. And they, what they've done is they've employed uh, a man manager who can manage men. And that's who all he can do. you did, yeah. You yeah, did yeah, yeah. I, I, still, I still don't think he's a good manager. And I still think next season, if he's allowed to buy a couple of players, we'll see what happens. Because mm. I don't think Tim Sherwood's a good manager. And uh, we employed um, a monkey who can barely throw poo. So... Yeah. That's okay. why. Okay. But all credit to Aston Villa. They deserve to be. Um, they deserve to have beaten Liverpool on on the weekend. They deserve to be where they are because, good God, they showed some ambition. I'll say it shows something a little bit about how quick things can change. I mean, mm. they were in order for us to have had that title to a podcast. It tells you just how bad they were. Yeah. Uh, only a couple of months ago, and now uh, <laughs> they are. Able to string together a few passes, something we're not able to do. And it also shows that how bad they must have been then that a John Carver Newcastle side was able to limp past them one nil. Yeah. But the score, excuse me, the scoring goals and the, they're attacking with some verve. It's some verve and some vim. Yeah, indeed. Um, all credit to them. All credit. Them. Congratulations, Aston Villa. Yeah. Um, I wish I was an Aston Villa. Uh, so here's a question. I really don't. Yeah, go. Here's a question, James. Yes. Uh, again, whilst we have you here as the outsider, um, uh, what is generally like? We we always hear a lot of things about what other people think of Newcastle fans and about us as a club, about us being a bit of a circus or whatever. What is generally? Be honest. What has been your opinion historically of Newcastle United? football club and its fans um historically if we go back to when i was younger not i didn't really have that strong an opinion either way particularly i remember being very as a child growing up in the northwest of england who didn't support manchester united i was very annoyed uh the year that it looked like you guys were going to win the league and yeah, it didn't and it didn't but yeah. i didn't hold it against you as a club entirely yeah uh in more recent years, yeah. I have, I now have a number of friends who are Newcastle supporters, <laughs> and they do affect that. my judgment of it because you spend a lot of time at the pub with them, hearing them so being for hours watched. about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And talk, what is the impression? Sometimes that you get? having long arguments about who's the bigger club, Newcastle or Norwich City. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Uh, I was on Dave's side in that argument. <laughs> right. It, that was that with the that Norwich argument, City fan. It was. It lasted. But I couldn't tell you how long it lasted because I left the pub to go home. It had gone uh, on so long. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> wow. I, I was on... Sounds like in his mind, to... he's still there. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we need to fly a banner over Carra Road. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, certainly oh, in the God. Ashley years... Just we can get a plane. In the Ashley years, I think I've had the same opinion that every, surely every outsider would have of it being 
a farce. Yeah. An absolute farce. Like, and what about Newcastle fans themselves? Fans? Well, basically, I'm I think wanting of, you to insult us like, well, so we can all be shocked. I wouldn't say that you have an overinflated opinion of the club and so on. They yeah. would say that. Mm. But again, sadly, I know so many Newcastle supporters that they, those in particular, the, the ones I do know, don't necessarily have that opinion. Right. It's not like... The, I know the, the opinion is that, like, oh, you know, you think you're owed something or, like, should have more success just based on your standing. I've got, okay, I've got a question. Rather, rather than go in detail Newcastle, yeah, yeah. could you name, what other clubs could you name that have, have more misplaced pride, if you could? If there were, if there were other clubs that, <laughs> I'm uh, go out in, an, in an over or under. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> not, I mean, well, Tottenham. okay, obviously, okay. Um, but, but that's not even, that's not even just Are there other fans Tottenham. that annoy you? Are there other clubs that, yeah. Like, I mean, Liverpool fans, are fine. I mean, I know they've they've obviously won the Champions League in the past ten years, just about. But you know they've not won the league since Thatcher was in power, and you'd think that they were still at the heights they were in yeah, the '80s yeah. from the way they act. You know, and they, they they've improved over recent years and come closer and stuff. But they certainly have a mis, misplaced sense of yeah. Their Any team success. not in the top six though? Any team like. Uh, <laughs> You're trying to get me to say Villa. I'm I think Villa fans. The, I don't get the impression that they think they're that amazing. Certainly not these days. No, but uh, not. We're simple. in danger of. We don't have a great deal of time <laughs> okay. left, and we're in danger of spending too much of this podcast not talking about Newcastle United. Yeah. <laughs> um, considering there is a lot to talk about when it comes to Newcastle United, um, we've got five late games left. Mm. Um, are we in danger of being relegated? No, no. There's, you keep saying that. I, well, I do. But are I, we in danger of winning a point? Yeah, we'll. we'll so the next. We've the got next. thirty-five points. We're seven points out of the relegation yeah. zone. I would suggest that the teams below us are all in better form than we are, because everyone's in better form than we are, because we're bottom of the form, form table. table yeah, yeah. Um, and we are playing. Teams who uh, we've supposedly got an easy run in, mm. but I can't see us. But they're teams who could do with the points. So the the, the, the next game that we've got is Swansea, and in that um, Bonnie's missing, uh, and because he plays for Manchester City. What do I? I meant Gomez. <laughs> Sorry, I meant Gomez. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Gomez is missing, and um, the last game they lost two 0 to Leicester. So they're, they're defi- we can definitely get at them. And I think, I think the, the problem with Newcastle at the minute is, yeah, all the boys have got the flip-flops on. And, but I still think with the flip-flops on, we should be enough to pick up the five points necessary to make it absolutely certain. In the next, in the next five games, we've got Swansea, Leicester, West Brom, QPR and West Ham. Now, of those games, Swansea and West Ham are definitely already on the beach. West Brom are probably safe. And by the time we meet them, they, I reckon they will have picked up the a couple of points that they need so they'll be safe so there'll be a lot of players who are on their holidays already and the others is QPR and Leicester the two um, like QPR is just they're just a terrible club at the minute I think we like everybody should be looking at them to take points off and yes we are terrible too but I do think yeah five points from those five they're games they're getting points they're getting points they've got Charlie Austin who we Supposedly made a ten million pound bid for yeah. this week. That's got to be bollocks. Or if we did, we made a bid that we knew would be turned down. I've got a little prediction for you. 
I bet we make like a bullshit fifteen million pound bid for Harry Kane. It's like so <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just before season tickets. Yeah, uh, no, deadline comes up. I, we make, uh, we're, we're not. It's hard, It's wrong to say that we're safe, but I think we are close enough that we will be safe. I think. I honestly think because De Jong's back next game for he should be on the bench. Dummett's back next game and should be on the bench. Once we've got a, a back four of Colicini, Williamson, Yanma, and Dummett, I think we'll be a lot harder to, to break down defensively instead of having to play Anita or Ryan Taylor at, at, at the back. I hope so, but and somebody we, needs to get their arse in gear. Yeah. Seriously. A couple of those players needs to get their fucking arse yeah. in gear. Well, this is, <clears throat> one thing I would say is, sorry to interrupt, is um, uh, Armstrong scored twice, again, in the reserves. And True. he's only been given five, ten minutes at the end of the game. This is the young Newcastle striker um, from the area, Adam Armstrong. He's He doesn't look like he's going to be Harry Kane, but he does look like he can score more goals than Emmanuel Revier. So he could be another Adam Campbell. He could be, yeah, yeah, fine, but at least it's... And that's it's, not to write Adam, off Adam Campbell yet. Well, Adam me. Armstrong will at least approach the game with the right attitude. Certainly a better attitude than Gufran, uh, Obertan, yeah. um, Sissoko and all those. The, I've just remembered the under-18s beat under-18s Arsenal this week. 6-0. <laughs> 6-0. Yeah. Six, yeah. six six why, fi- why don't we field the under-18s? <laughs> Bring the youth in, bring him in, bring the youth in. <laughs> they put in more effort than the first team did yeah. on Sunday, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, but I was lying on the sofa and I was doing more effort than most of the first team. <laughs> and Charlie, I meant, you think we should go down anyway. It would I, be better, it'd be more fun. I've the had the weird feeling recently that I wouldn't mind it. I don't know, like what is that? I mean, is that, that's the, big, the players are boycotting then, isn't it? I mean, that's the whole... Well, if, if, if we go down, he's not going to sell. If we go down, because he'll want to, he'll he'll want to sell a Premier League club because there's a premium on a Premier League club. Well, he's got a Premier League club. He better hurry up because he might not have one. <laughs> but he won't. He won't sell us. So, yeah. how many times has he put us up for sale? Is it two or three times? Well, there was a period where he had it was four hundred million. Yeah. Was the- Arsenal no, no, no two or three times. There, there were different yeah. periods of time. Two, yeah, he's put yeah. us. He's apparently put, he put us up for sale when we. Um, it was around the Cardiff protest, and he put us up for sale when <laughs> when he claimed that he was getting threats against threats against his life. That's right. Um, yeah. But Northumbria police said that they received no such complaints. So well, they don't necessarily. They seemed go gutted through. when they said it. Now, yeah. <laughs> um, nah, like getting relegated, we'd win some games. We'd probably win quite a few games because t- we've got people tied to big contracts and we'd probably take down a better squad than most down there. Yeah, again. it might be a bit fun. Might it be won't be like fun. last time you were down, though. No, no, no. Your team isn't as good and the rest of that division is better. Yeah. yeah. That is a good point. That is quite a good division. I don't think we'd keep as many players as we did last time, though. No, but he'd no. want to get back up as soon as possible because that's where the money is. Yeah. All right. Well, we've, it's been a quite a, another quite a long... <laughs> A long pod. Uh, apologies for yeah. where, where we went off message, but um, a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there'll be a lot to talk about next week. Um, most of all, the Swansea game. Yeah. Um, quickly, predictions on the result, Dave. Uh, I'm gonna two one to us. We're two gonna one win. to us. Yeah, yeah. We're okay. gonna go. We're I gonna hope play so. Ugly says Carver. That'll make a change. Right. Okay. We're gonna play ugly. Because so far we've been playing 
that's been the problem. Yeah. We've been playing too prettily. Charlie? I think we're going to lose nil to one. We're going to lose nil to one. Yeah, okay. And James, you might as well. Uh, I, think res- I think you'll lose. I think you'll lose 2 1. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're very I'm good. Gonna go, <laughs> it's, it's a good point. It's a strong point. We're not very What's good. What's annoyed football. you more, our losses or watching Alan Pardew win? Our losses. Couldn't give a shit about Alan Pardew. He's not a good manager. We found out next season. <laughs> That's the final say. Bye. Every Crystal Palace result, my bit of my heart up. dies. He's not a good manager. We'll find out next season. Go. Yeah. <laughs> What's your prediction, Fergus? First, first prediction is that Adam, uh, Alan Pardew will fly a banner over the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my second prediction is the same prediction every week. 1-1? One, 1-1. One. One, one. Yeah. 1-1. <laughs> one, one. one of these days I'm going to be right. So, uh, thank you very much. Please uh, give us a rating on Twitter. I mean, no. Don't give us a rating on Twitter. Um, Give us a, uh, a follow us on Twitter at Newcastle and that. Give us a rating on um, the podcast uh, website or whatever it is, iTunes. And um, I know I'm always shit at this bit. Um, professional. And I should mention that uh, one of our followers did uh, get in touch uh, to, and he very much wanted to mention this is Bedford Mag, and he wanted to mention the fact that. Uh, about the Newcastle fans who went to the game and uh, but booed the team. Yeah. And there was a lot of complaint about that. Yeah. I mean... That's I would ridiculous. S- yeah, but I would say... I, I don't like the infighting, actually. No, I don't I would like say Because I would say, you go into the... Then going... Obviously, there will be the odd fan who said, I'm going because I'll always support the team. Mm. But there might be the odd fan who's just going because that's what, that's what they do with their Saturday. No, that's And fine. they don't want to be part of the boycott and they still want to express their feelings. And I've got no problem with the guys that want to turn up and just watch the football and that's all they want to do. That's fine. But turning up and booing at half-time and booing at the I final whistle. Or even worse, having a little 80th-minute boycott of their own. What are you doing? Yeah. Like... No, you, be there, don't be there. Support the team in the stadium. Support the team outside the stadium. But just you're right. Yeah, you, you're right. It's a bit of a contradiction. But yeah. um, I think, as a fan base, no matter what we think, we should try and stick together and not have a go at people just because they didn't join in the boycott or whatever. You know what I mean? No, Let's you know, like if the, you one for th- all and all for one, Dave. I, I just said because we're f- not gonna we're not gonna. Get them on side unless we, you know. Well, give them a hug. Yeah, unless we smack them around. We're the back nice, of their head. you know. And oh, oh shit! I know. Oh, God, there's something we have to talk about, and that's the fact that you keep on getting in arguments on Twitter, Dave. You got in an argument with Barry Glendenning. Look, I'm going to work my way through the media <laughs> until they all know what is actually going on, instead of being ridiculous. And him calling okay. it a, a, a failure just showed his short-sighted, narrow-minded approach. And I don't okay. care if Barry well, Glendenning doesn't like him anymore. He's a, like he's a anymore. as well. He I, is a Mackham. He's a Mackham. I listened to the Football Weekly today. Desperately hoping that you, <laughs> hoping that you would get a mention, but he called but it he a didn't. failure. Okay, and he, well, did get to, he did get torn apart by Amy Lawrence on that. Well, have a look at uh, at this Dave. Uh, have a look <laughs> at his Twitter feed <laughs> and his argument with Barry Glenn Denning this week, and let us know at Newcastle Nutter who you think won. I would, su- <laughs> I would suggest that once again, Dave lost it when he got a little bit emotional. No, I didn't. And, and started to suggest that Barry Glendenning had an agenda. I and s- then no, and I it said sounds, it sounded like... Sounded like, well, it's the same as... <laughs> it's, it's the same as saying, it's, you know, cons- he didn't have an agenda, does he? It's like, 
It's conspiracy theories, anyway. Follow it and uh, look out for... uh, Follow at this Dave and... um, just to see who he gets into a Twitter spat with this week. It'll be you. That's who it will be. It'll be me. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we hope to uh, hear from you during the week and to uh, be penetrating your ears once again round about this time next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ta-ra. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.